Welcome back to another episode of the Tiga Tactics Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan Preparis. I'm joined on the line by founders Patrick Wong and Conrad Bui. Patrick, say hi. Hi, guys. And Conrad, say hi. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so this is going to be one of our topic-focused episodes. So we're focusing uh, specifically on the... Um, Pyramid of personal, I'm sorry, pyramid of self-protection. Did I mess that up? <laughs> no, um, that's, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, the, we, um, we're going to be focused on the pyramid of personal protection. And this is honestly the model that I've used for uh, doing almost everything. And i uh, excited to deep dive into it today. So we're going to start off. I'm going to j- send it over to uh, whichever one of you wants to start. Just tell people what the pyramid of uh, self-protection is. And we will go from there and kind of deep dive into, you know, why you guys chose this model, the benefits from it, uh, crossover applications, et cetera. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll start first. First, this is Patrick. Um, think of, you know, it's kind of hard to to visualize this on a podcast, but if people can think of a pyramid, but it's inverted, so it's upside down, and the biggest part is on top, the widest part is on top, and and then it gets narrow as you get to the bottom. On top is is a mindset, and it's it, it consumes the biggest part of the pyramid because mindset is is ultimately what will keep you safe. And then in the middle, a slightly smaller portion where, where the pyramid starts to narrow in, um, that's skill set. That's all your techniques, all your training, uh, all the things you can do physically. And then the, the point at the bottom takes up the smallest amount of space or volume. That's tool set. Uh, and so I, I like to think of it as an inverted pyramid with with mindset being the most important part. And I think Connor can kind of explain it in a much more interesting way. But uh, just visualize that, visualize that inverted pyramid as we go through this discussion. So gotcha. Conrad, Conrad, yeah, jump in. Yeah, I, I think um, we, we like to present things in threes. Uh, that's uh, what TIGA tactics stands for. TIGA means three in uh, Indonesian. And, uh, you, you know, uh, it's easy to remember things in three. And uh, also, when we categorize things in threes, uh, it, it's easy for our mind to kind of assimilate that because it's just simple for three things. And uh, what Patrick was saying, uh, we have mindset at the top, skill set in the middle, and tool set at the very bottom of that inverted pyramid that he was talking about. And sometimes I, I think uh, we, we, we get so, um, so impressed and so hypnotized and uh, by the, 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 the bottom two, which is the, the skill set and the tool set. And, and some people are really fixated on the tool set. They just want the, the coolest firearms. They want the, the coolest knife. They want the coolest flashlight. They, 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 they're all kitted out really well. And yet uh, their skill set might be lacking. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, if your skill set's lacking, your mindset's going to be lacking as well, too. And, uh, uh, and uh, s- same thing for the second tier, the skill set. Some people really like that as well, too. You know, all the flashiness, the Instagram, the TikTok stuff. Uh, uh, that's cool, too. Um, uh, but it, when we're talking about self-protection, uh, personal defense, or even just living a productive life, that mindset is is going to be the biggest part of, 
of our training. That's going to be the biggest part of our focus. Uh, and uh, that is what carries along your skill set and tool set as well, too, by having that mindset. So uh, just just really quick to, to talk about that mindset. Uh, uh, what, what's that saying is not the uh, size of the dog in the fight, it's size of the fight in the dog. And so that's where that skill set resides. I mean, that mindset uh, resides right there. Um, and so that's, that's, that's that reverse pyramid there. Gotcha. Yeah, no, 100% agree. I love that, that concept. I'll have some more comments on it later. Before I get to that, though, how did you come up with it? Was it uh, you just kind of sat there and like thought about it? Or was it like something you developed over time through uh, your personal experiences, training in martial arts and competing, etc.? Uh, tell me a little bit about the origin of this uh, primitive self-protection mindset, skill set, tool set. Uh, Patrick, you want to go first? Um, yeah. I, so for those of you who are not aware with, uh, of Tika Tax and, and our individual uh, origins, um, Connor and I are cousins, but we've done training separately because we've always lived in different cities and, you know, martial artists all our lives. And, and uh, around 2008, I started teaching women's self-defense and I, I didn't quite name it mindset skill set, tool set, but I had the idea of the pyramid uh, of self-protection or personal protection. And I always knew that the mindset, the the internal warrior was always the most important part because I knew that, again, I'm not trying to sound sexist or get into some sort of political debate, but when you're teaching women's self-defense, the majority of your students are going to be, um, you know, they're, they're learning one self-defense because they've probably never done martial arts before. They've probably never done combat sports before. So they have very little experience. And so to try to get them to become, you know, warrior ready within an hour or even one day or even two day workshop, that's almost impossible. Right. So I had to think of another way to teach them to get them ready without having to make them masters of the jab cross hook or, or you know, the, the palm strike or the knee or the elbow. And so I realized, like, you know, if I focus on the mindset and it, it, making them live a more prepared lifestyle, that was that was like the best way to go about it. And so I made that a huge emphasis. And that's where the inverted pyramid came from. Um, but again, I didn't quite call it mindset at that time. That was just more for like my my visual representation of how I would um, interpret things and teach it to them. Uh, but then once we kind of came together and created Tika Tactics, uh, Conrad came in with the three sets, you know, understanding that it re basically breaks down to the mindset, skill set, and tool set. So, uh, so Conrad, uh, did you want to jump in there? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought that's cool to say, <laughs> but uh, 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 you know, it just sounds cool to say mindset, skill set, tool set. It makes you sound like the authority. But uh, also, uh, I, I do have to give it up. There was a, a magazine called Skill Set, and so I was like, oh, that's a cool 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 word i don't think they're around anymore but uh, uh uh and then you know it just led into tool set mindset uh i i wanted something that we could have a 360 degree view on a complete uh system whether that's self-defense or or a, a system of how to live our life and yeah if we can approach it from uh the mindset oh man that mindset is huge i mean that the knowledge that you need that's just, just a huge big of it that a uh, big part of everything is the knowledge the attitude that we want to bring into uh, our endeavor whether that's self-defense or or trying to build a business or or being a good father um 
our, our, our family member, you, you know, the attitude that we bring into it. Uh, all, all those, uh, what, what uh, businesses nowadays are calling soft skills, like communication skills, uh, 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 what's the, the, the new stuff, uh, the sensitivity skills, uh, th those, those soft skills that, that businesses are called, that's all, that all falls underneath mindset. Mindset is such a huge category. Uh, mindset might be, uh, if, if there's some nerds out there that know something about neuro-linguistic programming, uh, Tony Robbins fans out there, you know, that, that's a lot of mindset training there, uh, as well as certain religious training. Uh, you know, we're not a religious organization, but if there's a tool that we can borrow from a certain religion to make our life better, whether that's in self-defense or that's in daily living, we'll borrow that as well, too, and put that into our mindset uh, training. And so uh, mindset, uh, again, I, I think people do talk about, it, especially if you're in a self-defense class, there, you know, th there's going to be discussion about uh, situational awareness. There's going to be discussion about the OODA loop. There's going to be discussion about the color codes of awareness. There's going to be that those discussions. Uh, and, and so um, I, I think uh, a lot of people have these categories in mind. It's just that um, by, by, by putting it into these three mindset, skill set, tool set, it's just easy to categorize. And um, again, mindset is just such a, a huge topic that we can go over and over again. But still, a tool, a skill set, huge, huge uh, importance if you have to use uh, your your skills to defend yourself. And, and skill set can also mean uh, training communication skills as well, too. So it's not just uh, approaching it from a combative uh, viewpoint. It, it can We can approach it from a business viewpoint as well, too. And then, of course, um, tool set, again, that's all the glittery stuff people love to focus on. And, you know, the, the knife or, or the flashlight or the firearm, uh, what what kind of red dot are you carrying? You know, what kind of yeah. ammo are you using? Uh, you know, all that stuff. What kind of trigger uh, do you have on, on there? You know, how many pounds before it breaks? Whatever. You know, a lot of people get so focused on that. That, that we forget that um, you know that that's the end product. That's that's way down the the line here. In other words, if you're looking at a tree and, and the root of the tree is, is the important part of the tree that keeps it alive, and the trunk, uh, you're you're way out in the far far branches right there, looking at that stuff. And so uh, it's very important that uh, no matter what we're approaching, whether that's spirituality, or a business, or a goal or combatives and self-defense or martial arts, that we we uh, take a look at the mindset of, of all of that. And then how does that apply into our training, i.e. our skill set training? And then finally, if you have tools that you can use, uh, how does that apply to the tools as well too? So that's kind of the approach that we recommend. And so uh, uh, that's, that's kind of how it, it fits into everything. Yeah, no, great input. I love so the the first time I realized that mindset was super important was I think so to a couple stories. One, I remember getting a t-shirt from my dad in one Christmas one year and it had a it said you know, like US Army um like the the soldier is the is the best the soldier's brain is the best weapon. It was some it was a yeah. phrase like that or something. And I remember at the time being like that's not true. We got like smart bombs and we got all sorts <laughs> of crazy stuff. And I remember just like not buying into it and being like, well, whatever. It's a cool shirt. I appreciate it for my dad. Whatever. I wore uh -huh. it for a couple of years. Fast forward. It's like 2003. 
I met the uh, one of the a special forces team that was in Afghanistan um, that actually had a an American bomb dropped near them and they had sustained some casualties and they'd come back and they were like, this is right after the invasion of Afghanistan pretty soon after. And I remember one of the other students that we met the team was asking them about like nuances of what generation night vision goggles they used. And the special forces guys were like, I don't know, man. It's like whatever the government gave me, like he just seemed very unconcerned with the tool set. And that was like, that was like another crack. And then the the final kind of shattering where I realized how important, you know, mindset and skill set were, was uh, in special forces, they have, there's special operations forces have five uh, soft truths. And one of them, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. One of them is humans are more important than hardware. Mm-hmm. Essentially, again, essentially meaning that you are the weapon. And, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, when I started going through special forces training and selection, and we just spend so much time focused on the the mindset and the skill set portion and so little time focused on like well this is this is the m4 but this one has a gas pit like no we don't don't worry about like what upper we have and the length of the barrel and the you know like get the basics down first make sure all that stuff is perfect or as close to perfect as we can get it and then you add on like the the fine tooth uh the fine details like weapons and platforms on top of that but if your your basics of like communication fire maneuver and the will to fight isn't there, you're not going to be able to do any of the missions downrange. And um, I think that carries over not only on the military side, but also on like, um, you know, again, I'm a, I'm a runner, ultra runner type guy, ultra obstacle course racer. And I see it all the time, uh, not only in my business, but also in my, the other athletes, right? So uh, on my website, I sell uh, leg mitts. They're neoprene mittens that keep your hands warm. I also sell books um, that I have, developed through i've literally spent over a month of my life running obstacle course races and the amount of people that buy mittens over books is astronomical i mean (laughs) people are just like i I want i want the gloves that'll keep my hands warm and i was like don't you want the 250 page manual that that teaches your mind how to be a better (laughs) athlete and gives you training plans and they're like no i want warm (laughs) hands but neoprene mittens you really should buy the book is it and like i'm I make more money on like it, it's it benefits me more if you buy the gloves hands down like I make mm-hmm. the, the book profits are not good but the it would benefit the people more if they bought the book because you're going to get some of that mindset and mindset will take you further right because mindset will it will make you get up and train even when you don't want to it'll give you discipline to train mm-hmm. it'll make your skill set improve which will make your mindset improve which will make your skill set improve which will make your it turns into like a cycle going back and forth right and, right. and again i sprinkle the tool set on top of it at the end um, right so i just see it so much in my other pursuits um and it applies for literally anything any hobby any sort of skill you want to acquire in life um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me uh, uh, segue into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I remember when I first started, and I still see this amongst the white belts and blue belts. Who's got the coolest Toyo Roll Gi? Who's got the coolest <laughs> uh, Gi? You know, and, and it was uh, all these white belts and blue belts, you know, like kind of showing off their cool Gi's and everything. And the, the black belts, they just got this old gi from Brazil, and it's like falling apart, and they're like, yeah. whatever, you know. It's like, and, and, and what can we say, you know, as human beings, I think we like shiny objects. Oh, we do. <laughs> so much. That's so funny. Uh, Evan, like, yeah, I've I've had the 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 privilege and the honor to to meet several Special Operation Forces soldiers, and, and 
all you know to the man you guys are all so impressive and it's not because of your physique or because of how awesome you shoot it always comes down to how much you can withstand mentally it always blows my mind uh because i've met you know some guys are six foot two and they look like you know a high school all-star and some people are smaller and some people are shorter some people are you know random sizes right but the thing that unifies all of you is that mindset and uh it, it literally to the man you all have that, that same type of shared understanding how important mindset is yeah you know we we not only um select for it right so the the selection process uh, which we'll get into on a longer a different episode um a couple weeks long you're asked to move things that are impossibly heavy for impo- <laughs> but seemingly impossible distances like if i had not physically been there and done them by my like with the with the group of guys, I would be mm-hmm. like, no, those weights are too heavy. You, people can't do that. That's that's too far, right? So they they constantly put you in these situations that are they feel hopeless at the start, and mm-hmm. then you just suffer all day, and you eventually make it to the finish line. You're like, oh well, I guess that was possible, right? So <laughs> we're not only selecting for that, but then you take, um, and I'm sure you guys see at the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym and some of the other training experiences you've had, but you take a group of people like that, and you just plop them in one place. And you let them feed off each other. And again, it turns into a cycle where it's like, oh, well, I can't, you know, like I can't look bad in front of my, my boys. Right. So you're like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just suck this up because, um, you know, you're, you're kind of expected to perform at at the same level and it becomes a self-feeding cycle. So we select for it. And then I think being surrounded by those types of people enhances it even further. Um, which again, plays right back into the mindset skill set cycle of just like kind of building up on each other. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I will say something about the tool set, right? I know we're, we're going to get into some episodes later where we talk about knives. I love, I'm a huge knife collector. I love them. Um, I made, uh, <laughs> because of your your mindset skill set pyramid, I made a personal rule for myself, right? Where I'm not, I, I don't allow myself to buy a new knife unless I take another level or, or do something that involves improving my mindset or skill set for blade work. Oh, cool. So that's mm. like a personal rule. That's like a personal rule I created because every time a new knife website pops up on my social media feed, I'm like, "Ooh, this looks like a this looks like a nice shiny object I need in my house." Um, so that a lot of times, like, I'll buy a knife and be like, "Oh, but I also buy this training course that goes along with it and this mm. trainer, so I know I have to practice to actually improve those those skill sets and stuff like that, or uh, make sure I have to like read a couple books before I I pick up a new blade." That's my own uh, personal rule. Uh, that's that's pretty good that's pretty good because my wife is like do you really need another knife (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i do yeah i feel that luckily my wife uh also likes knives not as quite as much as i do um but if you my my biography i have a story with the first night i met her uh we were in college and she was carrying a benchmade and i was carrying some like cult piece of garbage like 30 dollar folder and she (laughs) so i was like this woman has a nicer knife than I do. I was like, I'm, I think I need to marry her. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a sign. I think that's a sign that I found the person I'm looking for. So absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so far so good. So any, um, what, any other thoughts on the development, uh, building of the mindset, skill set, tool set pyramid there? No, uh, I, I think of course, if you, if if you're uh, a soldier or law enforcement and you, you 
that tool set means life or death, get the best you can. Absolutely. Get the yeah. best you can, as well as the best training, uh, the, the right attitude, the right approach to everything. Uh, you, you want it all. You want it all 360 degrees of it. So, uh, And it's just a good way to, to double check yourself, like what you're doing. Okay, I'm buying another knife. Maybe I I should I should learn this a new knife drill or something to earn this knife or whatever like that. So uh, it's just just a, another good way to check yourself and also I, I think sometimes we forget about the mindset uh, training. Uh, like oh okay well uh, I have some skill set I have some tool set. Uh, how do I train mindset? Maybe we'll get into this on a, a different podcast. Uh, you know we we have uh, ways and games on how to train mindset and. And how to uh, approach learning as well too. So uh, uh, that that I think uh, Musashi uh, said it best. He said, uh, "When you understand the way broadly, you will see it in everything." Which means that if if this is a certain amount of truth here, well, then it should apply to many different subjects and not just martial arts. And so, if you truly understand the, the the mindset, the approach to it, you can use these same strategies and tactics. Uh, trying to build a good family, trying to uh, build a business, trying to reach your goals, trying to achieve uh, old age uh, with health, good health, mm -hmm. uh, and of course, supplement. And, uh, you know, being to able to apply this into a self-defense or martial arts style uh, or a combative system, uh, it, it should be kind of universal. And uh, we, we kind of approach it like that as well, too. Yeah, I was actually working on something for Tiga Tactics today uh, where I link a lot of self-defense stuff uh, related to athletes and runners. And I, as I was thinking through, like, the mindset, skill set, tool set, I was like, oh, this is right up a runner's lane, right? Like the importance of mindset and racing is just so huge. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, it also is the discipline that gives you the ability to continue to train the skill sets, like your ability to run. And then the tool set is like the nice new pair of shoes or like, you know, new mm -hmm. pair of expensive shorts, right? Like if I take the the fastest guy in the cross country team and give him like a mediocre pair of, of shoe of like uh, shorts from Walmart and a pair of shoes from Walmart, he's still going to be the fastest dude. He's just not going to look yeah. as cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and honestly, like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, honestly, like when people go expensive on the tool set, it's actually, in my opinion, it's actually feeding into the mindset more. Right. Because you have this nice, whatever it be, nice gi, nice shoes or whatever. It makes you feel better, which essentially improves your mindset, which makes you which makes you you work harder. Right. So mm -hmm. even the, like the tool set itself, I think the product itself is not doing much of a difference. But the uh, the biggest thing that's happening is like you're putting more emphasis on your mindset and you just don't realize it. So, right, just my two cents. Um, with the military, we teach uh, some modern ar army combatives. That's our fighting style in the military, and we don't have a lot of time to train people. Uh, kind of like Tiga tactics, right? We it's a it's a lot of it's a uh, information presented in a quick format that you can use. We're doing the same thing with the military when we like our basic course is one week. So we have you for 40 hours Monday through Friday, and we got to teach you everything from essentially like grappling over weapons through blade work, through, through grappling, through takedowns, all, all this stuff. We have to teach an insane amount of information in 40 hours. And some of these people, most of them don't train outside. And um, when I started like looking at the way we teach, we honestly spend 
almost all of our time building people's mindset and then a, a, a little bit on skill set. And that's where we kind of put our emphasis. And we don't even talk about weapon selection and, and, and weapon styles and sites and stuff like that in, in the week-long basic combatives course. We just focus on mindset skill set um, to help build that initial base um, in, in order to bring them to the next level and continue training and uh, kind of expand upon their lethality. So I've just seen yeah. it. I've just seen it apply in all sorts of uh, like the more I, I think about it, the more I see it in other other places. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, you know, you you, uh, you you hear about it in the shooting world as well, too. Uh, uh, you, you know, like somebody who can shoot well, they, you can throw them a, a, a stock Glock 19 and they'll just outshoot everybody. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what you throw in their hand because of their mindset and skill set that they, they, they can use just about anything they need to. Yeah. Although the fancy toys are always nice. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> and if you can afford it, go go, go and get it. You know, nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, uh, Patrick? Yeah, just just a quick thing that I say a lot to to our Tico Tactics students. Um, and I use that as an example of people I run into all the time. I used to be a, an editor at Recoil Magazine, which is a gun lifestyle magazine. And, you know, they'd find out I do martial arts and they're like, oh, that's a waste of time. because if a bad guy attacks me i'll just shoot him it's like oh, okay that's cool um how many guns do you have oh i have like 12 guns i was like okay cool H how much time do you spend training uh and then you know i asked them more questions and it turns out like they go to the range maybe like once a year and i'm like okay right. great so you've got 12 guns in your house you train once a year how likely are you be are you going to be able to get that gun you know recognize it as a threat get that gun in time aim fire accurately still be alive while that guy's shooting at you or stabbing you or punching you or running you over with a car you know and, and so that to me is a, a classic example of people who who have tool set and a false sense of security that that tool set brings uh, and so that's why we represent the pyramid of personal protection to emphasize that you got to have that mindset and that mindset should allow you to do tons and tons of training and then you, when it's when it's affordable, then you get the really cool tool set. But if not, you get what's what's best for you at that moment. Um, but really, it, it's the it's the mindset that allows you to to develop the skill set that saves your life, not so much the tool set. Because we've seen plenty of examples of of people who who have horrible tool set, you know, just a random stick or just like, you know, uh, just they're using their fists. They didn't know what they're doing, but because they had that that mindset, that will to fight the will to survive, they were able to fend off or beat a bad guy because they had that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you listening, the Tiga Tactics full suite of online courses is available to improve your mindset and your skill set. So, um, and then speaking of that, you know, being able to actually employ your weapon, right, from the research you guys have done, most of the attacks are occurring essentially within, you know, very extreme close distance, right? So if, mm -hmm. if you don't have the basic skills to some basic strikes to uh, create that space in order for you to take out your weapon, you're not even gonna be able to, you don't even have a chance to use it, right? Because the, the attacks an ambush, it's coming at you uh, from extremely close range. So. Yeah, the, the, the far vast majority of attacks that we've watched it through, you know, real life footage, surveillance footage, CCTV footage, most attacks come within six feet. Uh, and if you equate distance and time, Six feet it gives you maybe a second at the most to react, and a, 
you know, e- even the, the fastest uh, uh, competitive shooters, you know, with, with, with amazing speed, you know, one second is, is a pretty tight, pretty tight time frame to, to create space, draw your weapon, aim and fire. Conrad, any final thoughts before we get going? No, no, just uh, thank you for the opportunity. And if you've listened this long, thanks for hanging out with us. All right. We will catch all you guys later. Thanks again for listening. Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye.